0: Welcome to Destination Lavender, a podcast all about healing and self-discovery after getting sober. My name is Kiana. In each episode, I'll be sharing my personal adventures, tips, triumphs, and lessons that have helped me to better navigate and thrive in sobriety. Today is Destination Lavender's 25th episode, Celebrating Soberversaries, as we celebrate my second year of being Sober. Let's get into it. All right. So I finally made it. Finally made it back around to, um, well, I guess not back around. I'm finally two years sober for the first time um, because the last time I was this close to being two years sober was in 2016 when I had like a year and nine or ten months and then I broke my sobriety the night before donald trump got elected um (laughs) so there's that Um, but i'm very grateful i'm very grateful to have finally hit the two-year mark and i wanted to share with y'all some ways that um, i've celebrated um recently and in the past um and also just maybe some ways that i i think there's at least one way on here that i want to celebrate that I haven't celebrated yet. Um, So yeah, there's six things, unless I spontaneously think of something new to add while I'm going through the list. So the first one is non-alcoholic drinks. Um, You can try a new mocktail recipe, and if you're not familiar with what a mocktail is, um, a mocktail is basically just like all the fun things that you would put inside of a cocktail with alcohol without the alcohol. Um, and mocktails tend to be really cool because they tend to use ingredients that are actually really healthy for your body. Like they'll use turmeric or they'll use cayenne or they'll use molasses. Um, sparingly, of course, cause it's, I'm sure if you eat a lot of molasses, like it's, it's sugar still. Um, um, but yeah, things that basically add flavor to the drink, um, things that, You know, just kind of make it a little bit more fun um, than sparkling water, basically. Um, Although, don't knock a CBD seltzer seltzer if you haven't had one, because they are awesome. Um, So I would suggest a mocktail recipe. Um, There's a whole host of, like, NA beers. Um, I really love the, um, there's one by Samuel Adams that has, like, an orange, like, citrus vibe. Um, and, uh, it's actually at Publix in the non-alcoholic, uh, the very, very discreet <laughs> non-alcoholic beer section. Um, but yeah, the Samuel Adams one is really delicious. Um, you can do kombucha if kombucha is your thing. Um, if you're not into kombucha, um, and you're not into na beer, um, I spent basically the first... Not the first, but I like, I guess the last two weeks before actually (laughs) turning two years sober, trying out non-alcoholic wine for the first time. Now I will add a word of caution with NA beers and wines. And then they also have like NA tequila and NA gin and NA vodka and all these other non-alcoholic liquors as well. I haven't tried the non-alcoholic liquors and the reason is this. Um, for a long time, I was really concerned that trying non-alcoholic beer or non-alcoholic wine was going to, um, result in me relapsing because I was afraid that I was going to miss the taste of wine or beer, but I was never a huge beer drinker. So that's why NA beers, like I did almost immediately into sobriety because I was like, this is fine. There's like 0.5% alcohol in here. I can't get drunk off of it. It's all good. And some of them are like alcohol zero, where it's like 0%. So you for sure will not get drunk off of it at all. Um, but I was really nervous about the wine, the NA wine, because, um, I used to drink wine. Um, so just, you know, be careful with your sobriety, be honest with yourself. If you think that you'll struggle, um, with even the mixology factor of mixing drinks together with like NA gin and whatever other like mixers they, they provide with it. Um, and if it makes you want to drink real gin cause you used to drink gin and you're newly sober, I would just be careful with that kind of stuff. Um, so with that said, that's why I finally felt safe at almost two years sober to try <laughs> NA a wine. Maybe I'm being overcautious, but Hey, it's my sobriety. So I wanted to be sure I finally felt safe. Um, I looked up a list online. I found a list of like the 10 best non-alcoholic wines of 2022. I've tried at least two non-alcoholic wines off that list. Um, The first one being a brand called Free. Now of the two that I'm going to mention, of the NA wines specifically, this one is my favorite. Um, It's spelled F-R-E, Free. And um, I actually really enjoy at least... I think two of their reds i may have tried one of their roses as well or i might have actually tried one of their whites like i'm not really into the flavors that come with uh roses or with whites like they end up being too sweet or too tart for me um even in you know because they're they're basically de-alcoholized wine um so that's the thing about uh the dealcoholized wine also is really cool is that you get all the fun flavors that wine has But they basically remove the alcohol from it and you have to make sure that um, When you're looking at these wines that they actually adhere to the de-alcoholization process um, And that you're not getting more alcohol content than is safe for you Um, But anyway, I tried uh, the red blend from free I've tried um, I think the Merlot No, 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 sorry. I've tried the red blend, I've tried the cab, I haven't tried the Merlot, I wanna try the Merlot. I basically have loved just about every flavor um, that I've tried from free. St. Regis, um, they recommended on this list their Shiraz Rose. Um, So St. Regis is the second one and I tried the Shiraz Rose, I tried I think a White Zen that I posted on social media actually. Um, and it'll work for someone who enjoys the taste of white zin, but I am just not a, I'm not a white Zen. I'm not a Rose type person. Um, I'm really much more a red. So, um, and yeah, like that's the other thing I was concerned. I was like, Oh, I really just like red wine. Am I going to be able to do this? And I think the longer you're sober, the more you'll be able to handle stuff like that. Or you might decide or discover that you're like 10 years sober and you don't want to, Enter the world of non-alcoholic wines because it's just not your jam and and that's, that's fine too. You just have to decide which one, uh, which kind of non-alcoholic beverage works for you. Um, yeah, I also stumbled across a Canada-based, um, non-alcoholic drink account on Instagram that actually just commented on my post about the St. Regis White Zen and it's called Upside Drinks. Um, they do ship to the U S and from all the photos, they've got like more of a mixology standpoint, like mixing non-alcoholic liquors with some kind of, a you know, otherwise like base and yeah, it just looked really fun and delicious. And, um, I am excited to actually, uh, order some stuff. So check them out on Instagram. They're under, um, up. Side Canada. Uh, sorry, Upside Drinks. Um, and then I wasn't able to find free on Instagram. Um, but Saint Regis is also on Instagram as well. Um and Regis is spelled R-E-G-I-S. Um and Upside is U-P-S-I-D-E. And um that's number one. only took 10 minutes. (laughs) All right. Number two is gift yourself something small. If it's not already a non-alcoholic drink, gift yourself something small that's maybe not of an edible nature. Like for example, I really love tarot. So I went on Etsy and I found um, a shirt of the Empress card. If you're not a fan of tarot, Empress card is the Third card in the major arcana. There's 78 cards. There's major arcana. There's minor arcana. The major arcana is 22 cards, and the Empress card is the third card. And the Empress card basically uh, represents like cultivating a rich harvest around you by doing hard work, but also balancing that out with luxury, luxury in whatever form you deem necessary. Luxury of non-alcoholic drink in this case, luxury of relaxation time. Um, Luxury of just self, um, self pleasure and healing. And it's also a card of receiving, um, receiving the fruits of your hard labor and also receiving just like not putting, not putting out unnecessary energy. For example, in the world of dating, instead of chasing people, it's a card of actually taking a step back and letting, um, the divine work out. romantic situation for you um and that's really poignant for me in this season of being newly single so i was just like on my for like two weeks i was just like on my (laughs) my empress energy just lush with the na wine i was cooking all these little recipes at home i made some filipino food um i caramelized some peaches for a dessert um I just felt really luxurious in all these little ways I was choosing to celebrate. So gift yourself something small, a t-shirt, a tarot deck, something, something, something cute, Uh, a succulent plant, um, something that's like a nice reminder of your growth. um, And it's not going to break the bank, obviously. Number three, you can go out to eat by yourself or you can celebrate with friends that will affirm your success. Please go out with people who support your sobriety and don't go out with people who you're hoping will support your sobriety. If they haven't supported your sobriety up until this point, like, just let it ride. You know what I mean? Like, like select a, a wise, select wise company, basically. Um, it's also a good thing to plan in advance so that you can get an idea of who will be able to attend and you won't be stuck in this, like, last-minute situation of, like, Um, oh, there's nobody who can come because I didn't plan ahead. Um, it's a special occasion and it's a huge milestone to achieve, um, any length of sobriety. But in particular, like when you get, you know, to the six month, nine month, one year, um, 18 months, two years and beyond type of, uh, lengths of sobriety. So you want to make sure that however you want to celebrate, if it involves other people, you want to make sure you plan in advance so they can enjoy and celebrate with you. Number four, share it on social media if you're comfortable and use hashtags that reflect your time sober like hashtag six months sober or hashtag sober AF or hashtag newly sober. Um, And it'll actually open up a whole world of online supporters who will cheer you on without even having to know you personally. I know this because it happens to me just about every week uh via the destination lavender um Instagram page um people who don't even follow me will like my posts or comment and there's a whole bunch of like you know robots that will spam me as well which is annoying but for like the one or two people per week or or I guess every two weeks um who will like reach out or say something or say cheers or say congrats on your 2 years sober like that's that's so nice it's so huge and it, it lets me know that it's reaching people and hashtags are great because if you decide to you know be vocal and open and public with your sobriety and you uh, use hashtags whether you create an account dedicated to sobriety or it's something that's a part of your content using proper hashtags will you know get you connected with people online who might be in your city, who might be in your country, or who might be on the other side of the world, but um, they'll support you. It's really awesome. Um, so even if you don't have the kind of support in person that you want yet, you can develop it online. It's a really amazing tool. Um, number five, if you attend meetings for, um, you know, like, like NA meetings, AA meetings, ACA, those types of gatherings, um, this is a good day or a good week or a good month to, to hit up meetings and um, pick up a corresponding key tag um, or, or chip. And if you're not familiar with, with that terminology, um, in NA, um, which stands for Narcotics Anonymous, it um, they give you key tags with lengths of sobriety. So that could be one day, and then after one day it starts at 30 days, six months, 90 days, and so on, they give you these key tags and at a year you get a glow in the dark one, which is really, really cool. Um, and then for AA, which is Alcoholics Anonymous, um, it's the one people typically more commonly are familiar with. They give you these little, um, like plastic, kind of like shiny color coordinated coins that correspond to your, to your length over. um, so you can, you know, celebrate that way. Um, a room full of people in recovery is a great way to celebrate because for sure they're all there, whether they're newly sober or, or not. <laughs> uh, for sure they're all there to reckon with the fact that they need sobriety in their lives. And those people are super supportive and awesome. Um, so you can do that. Um, and then the sixth one that I have here is However you choose to celebrate, definitely celebrate in a way that is healthy and avoid any type of celebration that will make you struggle um, or, you know, could jeopardize your sobriety in any way and make you relapse. Um, So like I mentioned in the beginning, if you know you can't handle certain NA drinks, don't do it. Um, Definitely don't break the bank. This is about, like... (laughs) Not trading one addiction for another. This is about, like, if you have it, sure. But if you don't have it, don't, like, go hog wild and spend all this money. Um, But, yeah, just celebrate in ways that are safe. Hang around people who are affirming. Uh, Definitely don't hang out with people who you used harmfully with if that's a thing. Um, If you've got people in your life who still drink but they're, like, they have like a pretty healthy relationship to alcohol and, and they respect your sobriety journey, then cool. Like you like, you'll know you'll, you'll be able to fill out who needs to be a part of this journey with you and who doesn't. Um, yeah. And I'll say of these things on this list, I've done all these things at one point or another, specifically for this two year anniversary. I mentioned I tried, the NA wines. Um, I gifted myself the Empress tarot card shirt from Etsy, from Etsy. I didn't actually end up going out to eat with a bunch of people. I went out, I think I ate with two separate friends and then I ended up spending the rest of the day just kind of at home, just chilling, enjoying my life. Um, because the other thing is this, like, I'm, I'm an ambivert. And if you're not familiar with an ambivert, it's somebody who's sometimes really outgoing and, you know, really extroverted. And sometimes they're really introverted. It depends on the scenario. Um, and I would, uh, you know, add, it also depends on like life events. (laughs) So I think at that point, like last week I started a new part-time day gig and I was really tired. Um, so I didn't really feel like I needed to be around a tremendous amount of people on my two-year anniversary. Um, I I, you know, I just wanted to kind of like do something really low-key, and I wanted to go home, and I wanted to chill. The other cool thing that happened is, if you're a part of an accepting faith community, as I am, um, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I am a part of a progressive church, I'm bisexual, um, and so it was very important for me to find a church that was going to accept that aspect of who I am. And I let my creative director and my pastor know the week before that my two-year sobriety anniversary would be coming up. And um, my creative director told me, "Hey, pick a song that you think represents your sobriety and this milestone." And I and I picked a song by Amanda Cook called uh, "Not Going Anywhere," and it's typically a song about God. Um, But I kind of feel like even though I'm tackling sobriety one day at a time, it's definitely um, something that I plan on not changing about my life. And it's ultimately a divine thing because God is the driving force that led me to realize that sobriety was the best course of action. So that was a cool thing. So my point in sharing that story is that if you're a part of an accepting faith community, that's not going to either shame you or judge you or think you're overreacting or think, you know, try to like gaslight you and be like you're not a <laughs> you're you're not an alcoholic you're not an addict you don't have a problem with that just moderate like any of those people like this is not I guess an option that would work in that scenario but if you have a supportive faith community um you'll have a room full of people who not only like are reckoning with their faith alongside you whatever those beliefs might be but you'll have like room for the people who are acknowledging a huge, a huge step of growth in your life, which is achieving long-term sobriety. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. So I just want to recap the list really quick. Um, one is non-alcoholic drinks. Um, two is gift yourself something small. Three is go out to eat either alone or celebrate with friends that affirm your success. Um, and four is share it on social media, use proper hashtags so that people can get connected with you. Um, and I'll also add to number four really quick. Like, for example, there's a podcast called Seltzer Squad and it's these two women who, um, are sober and I think one of them or both of them are queer. I'm not sure. Um, but they have a Facebook group that corresponds to the podcast. And I met two women in person um, from that group, uh, from joining that group. And we met and we went to this kombucha spot and it was awesome. So joining, like check out some podcasts and see if they have corresponding Facebook groups and then see if they have um opportunities to connect with people in your area or in your state that's a really cool way to get connected and a cool way to celebrate as well. So four share it on social media and get connected with podcasts and corresponding Facebook groups. Um five is attend a meeting, um pick up a pick up a corresponding key tag or chip if necessary. And six definitely celebrate in a way that's healthy Um, And seven is a bonus one. If you have a corresponding faith community that will support you, definitely go that route as well. Um, Just as much support as you can get for this um, huge gift in your life called sobriety. uh, I think the better off the celebration will be. I'll add an eighth one even. So I mentioned at the beginning, non-alcoholic drinks, I would add CBD. Now you have to be careful with CBD. You can find out more about CBD from my, to CBD or not to CBD podcast episode that I did a little earlier. Um, but you can basically have gummies. You can have, you can actually smoke CBD as well. Um, there's CBD tinctures or oil. Um, there's CBD seltzers also. So you basically just have to, uh, I think with the, um, with, with the gummies and with the oil, um, and even with the, the smokable flower of CBD. Um, in the state of Florida, at least, there um, is a QR code that you can scan where it'll let you know how much percentage of THC is actually in it. And if it's 0.3% or lower, then you're good to, to, to do it in sobriety if that's something that you feel safe doing. Um, and if it's higher than that, I, I, I would just you know, issue a word of caution there. Um, and then, yeah, you have to find out which method works for you. you know, for smoking CBD might be too strong for other people. It's also the quickest way to feel the effect of CBD. Um, but you know, ingesting, it takes about 30 to 90 minutes. Um, and you know, you just have to figure out which one works for you, but I think that's a great way. Like that was another way that I celebrated my two year anniversary was I had my NA wine. I had my CBD, Um, I had gifted myself something small. I was chilling. I got together with a couple of people. It was pretty chill. Um, definitely shared on social media. got lots and lots of love from people. Um, I didn't go to a meeting though. Um, I haven't been to a meeting in a long time. I haven't been to a meeting since, uh, the pandemic hit. (laughs) I think I tried to do one in-person meeting and I was like, no, people were like coughing with their masks off and stuff. And I was like, nope, this is not the place for me right now. And I just. I think I did online ones for a little bit, and then that's, you know, that's the other thing. That's the other thing about meetings. If you don't want to go in person or you're shy, you can go online. Um, yeah, so like that's it. Um, that's my list. Um, I think I celebrated. Yeah, six is um, celebrating in any way that's healthy, so that's that's something that I already... <laughs> I already tried to make sure that I did. And then the seventh thing was faith community, um, which I already shared that I told my church and they were super supportive. And then eight is CBD, which I also mentioned that I did. So that's my list of eight things, um, for how to celebrate a soberversary as an option. It, you know, it, it's up to you, however you want to celebrate. Um, but you know, hopefully I gave a list of helpful options for you. And, um, I'd be excited to to hear your experience. Like, are you new to sobriety? Do some of these ways sound exciting to you? Are you in mid or, I guess, long-term sobriety, um, six months or higher? Have you tried some of these ways? Are there some ways that um, you've tried that you didn't hear from this list? Um, I'd be interested to know. Definitely um, reach out to me and share. Um, yeah. So I guess that's it for this week, y'all. I'm really grateful that I got to share with y'all this experience of being two years sober, finally making it here to this milestone. If you're not yet following me on social media, please hit your girl up on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok under Destination Lavender. We're doing bi-monthly episodes at this point, which means... um, two episodes per month um, two weeks apart even on the five week months um, in addition if you'd like to support this podcast and any of my other creative endeavors please hop on over to my Patreon at patreon.com slash Guiana and you'll pay $5 a month just for the support and the production of me continuing continuing making all all of this art for you, whether it's music or paintings um, or these podcasts. I also have a corresponding blog to this page. Um, It's a Destination Lavender blog, so if you haven't reached out and checked out some of those blog entries, reach out and and check those out. My website is new. It's DestinationViana.com So reach out. Um, The link should be uh, in the information for this podcast on whatever app you're accessing this through. Until two weeks from now, I hope you enjoyed, and uh, I'll talk to y'all soon.